Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Dumb's Hit Music Station F104. Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined on the phone by performance psychology coach Tony O'Gregan. Hello, how are you? Hi, Louise. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks very much for having me on. So I suppose around this time, there's either school exams on or college exams. What can we be doing to make it easier on ourselves? Yeah, it's a a difficult performance situation for anyone, I suppose, that's in that domain at the moment who's maybe prepping for exams or just finishing up exams in the college Mm -hmm. context or, you know, maybe in the new year getting ready to sit for mock leave insert and the full leave insert. So it's really important that you kind of get an outline of a plan of how you're going to maybe achieve the results that you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, it's very much starting with what is motivating you to do these exams. So we will have exams throughout our lives, but what's the reason, your reason why for doing these and where would you like to go in the next three to five years? So trying to look at the bigger picture and realizing this is just a moment in time. It's exams that I'm going to do in the next couple of months, but there has to be kind of a, a bigger picture goal for you there around this that is going to lead to maybe a career that you want to do or making a contribution in, in society in a, in a different way, maybe as a trade or a teacher, or a solicitor, or a lawyer, or whatever route you decide. Mm-hmm. And it's trying to get that bigger motivation and that bigger why rather than just getting too narrow focused on the exam. Yeah, I think that's a great tip because I think for me anyway, when I was doing my leaving search, I wouldn't have thought that far ahead and I would just been like, oh, do you know, I don't want to do these exams. Instead of kind of now, if I was doing them, you do look ahead and you're kind of more, you know, oh, if, if I do well in this, I can do this. Or, you know, you do kind of plan ahead a bit more. So that definitely is a great tip to kind of see where you want to go with it first and then work towards that. Yeah, and I think we would all struggle at different times for motivation during mm-hmm. the next couple of weeks and months to study. So, you know, if you have four or five different reasons that are, you know, you're, you're a higher purpose than just doing the exam itself and, and executing that. You know, that can help you in the moment where you're kind of questioning what's the point of all this and mm-hmm. feeling a bit maybe helpless or hopeless over the whole situation that, you know, it's, in, it's a moment in time and it will pass. And, you know, it is leading to a brighter future for you maybe and, and a new experience, be you're starting college or a new career or, you know, just giving you options in your life post-school. And I think a lot of us are great at being procrastinators. Is there anything we can do to counteract that, I suppose? Yeah, I think and that's a natural orientation a lot of people have that, you know, our ego mind or our outcome mind wants things quickly, easily mm-hmm. and familiar. So sometimes when we step into a performance situation, 
where it feels uncomfortable, it feels unnatural, it doesn't feel familiar maybe sometimes. Uh, that's just our, our normal natural brain trying to keep us safe and protect us. So that's a natural orientation we all have. So what we need to do in those situations, rather than looking at the outcome of finishing the leave insert or finishing that exam, bring yourselves right back into the moment and what's the task I can do in this moment that's going to help me just move one step further. Yeah. So it could be just line, read a line in the question. It could be do a little simple mind map of four or five ideas of how you're going to answer the question. It could be just write uh, a sentence for five sentences uh, and just expand on that theme. And as soon as we can get back into that task focus, it kind of simplifies it for that ego mind that wants that thing to end uh, and mm -hmm. to finish as quick as possible. And, you know, having that task focus and what can I do right here, right now, is a great question to just redirect our attention on the present moment. Yeah, just go back and go kind of little steps, I suppose, instead of giving yourself loads to do. Yeah, and it's like, you know, uh, on a daily basis, can you break down your, your yeah. study plan into, you know, hourly or 45-minute blocks? You know, the overview is I want to get better at this math question, but what's the task around that? So I'm going to maybe practice this exam paper or this exam question. I'm going to break and simplify that question down into maybe three main pieces and just simply... You know, working on your technique and your preparation around that is a really good way to move from that outcome focus and into that task focus and preparing yourself with what we would call in sport maybe a process to achieve the outcome that you want. Yeah. So we should have a process for each exam. We should have a process for our, our preparation and study, and it should be aligning exactly to the outcome we want in time. And having a, a daily routine where I break down each hour, what's the overview for each hour, what subject what exam question, what exam area am I going to study in in that hour? And then what's the two to three key areas within that in my process that's going to move me further on the needle and improve my knowledge around that area? And unfortunately with exams, I think a lot of anxiety and worry come with them as well. Just naturally, you just seem to worry that you're not going to know enough or, you know, you need to do more. Is there anything, would that be, I suppose, along the same lines as prepare, do a plan out, do you think that's the way it's Yeah, to, to that's, that's the first thing we need to really look at is say, right, what's my mindset around exams? Yeah. You know, how do I think about exams? Do I see them as, as a threat to me, mm. that, that I, I could be judged, I could, be, I could fail, or do I see it as an opportunity? So switching our outlook and saying, mm. this is an opportunity for me to display the knowledge I've learned in the last five or six years. It's an opportunity to display the skills that I've learned under pressure doing exams since I was six years of age. And when I start to look at it from that opportunity rather than a threat basis, I start to generate a feeling of excitement and energy in my body and an orientation and behaviours towards actually, yeah, I can't wait for this to start and get into it. So, you know, you look at sports people, Dublin footballers playing the All-Ireland this week, mm -hmm. their mindset this week towards that game would have been a thing of, this is a great opportunity for us to perform our best this season to go out and test our skills and knowledge at a really high level against a really good team like Mayo. And you nearly have to bring that kind of opportunity and seeing it as a great challenge and test rather than a threat and something that you know, will, will block our energy and block our, our mindset from being, being at our best in that moment. Were you watching that match just off? Yeah, I would have watched it uh, yesterday evening, all right? It was uh, very intriguing. Yeah, it would have been all right. So also, I suppose, we need to think about what we're eating and what we're fueling our bodies with when we're doing something like this. Yeah, absolutely. I think your, your energy management for the next couple of weeks and months will be really important. So 
you know, our sleep has a, a high correlation to our mood and our anxiety levels and our energy levels. So having a sleep routine and preparing that, you know, I have a set time that I go to bed at and, you know, preferably it's, you know, an hour or two before 12 o'clock because mm-hmm. our, our most uh, highest level of recovery happens between 12 and 3 at night. So it's about having a sleep cycle that starts before that. And, you know, for young teenagers, it's somewhere in the region of 8 to 10 hours is, is optimum for them to feel re-energized and ready. You know, exercise is a huge way to relieve stress and tension and also put us in a, in a good mood and release those positive endorphins and, uh, you know, increase our capacity as regards our attention to study and our ability to study maybe with greater quality and quantity. And then also the importance of nutrition as well, Louise. You know, 80% of our neurotransmitters are kind of housed in, in our stomach. So the foods I put in there have a, a big bearing on my mood and my energy levels and maybe, you know, my anxiety levels. So eating well and eating good and wholesome, nutritious meals and snacks and hydrating well and trying to stay away from high sugary processed foods, you know, has a big bearing on your mood and energy levels as well. So that's a big piece for students to be aware of on a daily and weekly basis. And they can start to build in really good habits and practices around that as well. So there's lots that people can look at if they are doing exams soon or have done them and maybe looking towards, as you say, to the leaving cert. Thank you so much for coming on and giving us all those tips for them. Yeah, and there's just one other point there around the people doing the leaving cert that iRevise is a great website and they've uh, developed a, a new platform called the Exam Creator. So you can look at that and say, okay, what subject am I doing? What's the marking scheme? How many questions are in it? And just plot that. So that's the really important part for people to be aware of as well to you know, plan out the papers, plan out their time around it, how much time they're uh, given to each paper and each section of the paper, and actually rehearsing and practicing that, you know, loads of times prior to the exam will help to reduce that anxiety going into performance mm-hmm. as well. And as I said, your ego mind then sees it as something that's familiar, something I've practiced and something I'm used to. Uh, and the more often we can put ourselves in those experiences, we kind of desensitize ourselves mm-hmm. from that, you know, negative or overwhelming feeling that we might have coming into exams. And then when you're, you see it on, in front of you in the paper, there's a nice feeling as well. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I, I've done this ten, yeah. tens of thousands of times leading into it and it just feels familiar and it feels right. And, you know, that mindset again, you know, this is a great opportunity to, you know, teach the examiner all I know around this area. And I'm really looking forward to getting stuck into the paper and telling people what I know and writing about what I know. Amazing. Thanks so much, Tony, for taking the time. Thanks a million, Louise. Happy Christmas. Same to you. Best of luck to everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.